0: It's very addictive, though. (laughs) Hey, guys. Back on track here. Um, Back on the
1: podcast with...
0: Is that going to connect straight to the other one? So people are going to hear me say, "I got to go pee." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Forest gum style. No, <laughs> I think if we leave it, because now it's going to have context. <laughs> I was like, hanging here." I'm like, "Oh yeah, we're going for a while." I'm going to take a break right now.
1: Oh good. We just we just chatting about uh, nicotine gum and ADHD. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, one of my one of my life hacks uh, and how I stay productive is that I have a supply of nicotine gum, and it helps me to focus without. Um, Getting too caffeinated, or without taking uh, any Excel pharmaceuticals, yeah, yep, to be able to do that. Now, the issue is it's very addictive yep. as well. So you still have like withdrawal symptoms and stuff. So and having an addictive personality, I tend to use it, but it does help with like performance so well. So I'm kind of like, okay, I take I take, low, I take like low dosages of it, but just yep. enough to stay focused without like having way too much Yep, there you go man <laughs> hacks but it's yeah. funny because now like um there's so many people around that I know that also actually use it uh, yep. as a focus tool Richard
1: so, uh, my, so we, yeah, we got...
0: my, my dog's on the floor now so <laughs> you'll probably hear him sniffing around I'll, <laughs> let, I'll let you lead
1: go that's cool man all right so we're really coming about what you've gone over in your young life coming about you know the trauma that you're going through a bit of pain um coming about what you're currently doing let's talk about the future what's next Future. Um, I get asked about this like a little bit. And
0: if someone had told me two years ago that you're going to be running a dating app, I would be like, well, no, that's stupid. Yeah. So the way that I see it, um, it's like being content, um, but remaining ambitious. So I don't look at. I don't project something and go, oh, I wanna be this or do this or whatever. I've been given something and it's been put in my hand at the moment. And no doubt if I do a good job, then that opens up more doors and more opportunities which I couldn't even comprehend being in at the moment. So all I need to all I need to focus on is just doing what I do well. He's getting out of here. Bye Richard.
1: Um <laughs> Rich has just left the building.
0: Yeah, a little rich phrasing. Um, is is like focusing on what I, what I have. So what's important to me now is, if you're an entrepreneur, you're learning on the go. That that's the nature of the beast. Is you pretty much jumped out of a plane, and you're constructing the parachute whilst you're on the way down. Yep. So that's my experience at life. Like. The amount of lessons I've learned from uh, the conception of FitFan Finder to raising the first seed fund, to building the team, to getting an app developed, to launching, to being in the situation where we're actually building the team and starting to look at national and global expansion, they're very, very fast learning lessons to have no app experience to that so it's like okay well now there's other things that i'm gonna have to learn so yeah i don't i don't look in the future and go i hope to live here i hope to do this i hope to drive that again i'm not a materialistic person i don't even have a car i I sold my car shell and i like i'm very practical and she trains in the morning I train in the evening. We both essentially work from home. We don't use a car much. I'm like, why do we even have a car? So I yeah. just like offloaded it. And that's sort of like our life. That's how we live. For me, it's like the fun and like the game. It's not like the, I guess, uh, uh I don't, I don't need to own or do anything to feel successful. If that makes sense. Yeah.
1: And like, I love that post you put up um, about, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Quota exactly, but you know, there's no better feeling than helping others. Yeah. yeah. So I never wanted to be like that social
0: media dude, right? So we went through, when we did this whole Perth Fit Fam thing, actually, yeah, I, I didn't speak about um, the social media site and how that came about. So I created Perth Fit Fam. I was in the industry for maybe 13, 14 years at the time. I, I had a network of people and I got to see so much cool stuff. And I just thought, I just want to create a platform where I get to share all of this. And so that's how Perfect Fam came about. Um, I never had like a business model or anything in mind for it. It's just what happened. But then all of a sudden we built a community. I think at its peak there was probably uh, 25,000 people on Instagram, you know, 13,000 people on Facebook. And um, so it was like a 38,000 community at its peak. Um, But I never had like a business model or anything in mind. And, you know, Shell and I at the start of last year said, hey, we gotta get like business coaching ourselves. We're obviously good at creating something. We just need to execute it to be able to create a sustainable lifestyle and income to what we want. Yeah. Yeah. So we got we went through a first business coach and we you know invested quite a lot to be able to go through that. And part of that was like working out what our audience wanted. And um, as we went through the program, they were like, well, what's the one thing everyone asked you about or they want to know from you or they pay they want to pay you for? And it's funny because I had a handful of one-on-one social media clients that just reached out to me asking for advice, but I never advertised that. That's what I did. And then when I spoke Fit College, oh yeah, so we spoke about Fit College. Yes, yeah. Whenever I went to any of those chats, I'd always say, you know, open up for questions. And one hundred percent of the time, the first question was, "What's your advice for social media? Like, what what do you suggest to do?" And so I was like, "Okay, well, people want to learn social media from me." So as we went through this course. And, um, uh, we decided that's what we're going to do. And we released this, you know, little ebook of a product and we sold more products on that course than 96 other people that were within our program. And that's like, you know, around the world. And I was like, shit. People want to learn like social media from me. It turns out that's what they want. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, looks like that's what you're going to do. So then um, from there, we got another coach, which helped us go from doing a little product to a higher end, more in-depth product where we went through a lot more with people. Like and on coaching on how to build their small, gr- yeah, small and, yeah, groups. Yeah, small groups. Yeah. So yeah. we take people through small groups. So he encouraged us and he goes, you know, you've got everything there. Just create it and like launch it. So we ended up doing that. And I think he um, we said, got five spots and it was our beta test version of this product sold out five spots straight away. It's was like, oh, cool. People are willing to pay that much. And then when we started to get the results and seeing like the impact that that had and some of them had no social media experience and next thing you know, they've got, you know, 11 new clients or 11 new members. And if you look at a boutique gym or a PT and they're staying for 12 months, that might be worth three grand each. They might've just added, you know, 35, yeah. 40 grand to no, their business. Right. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, one of our clients like, you know, um, built, um, you know, I think it was like 85,000 to their bottom line. Another one another uh, she would be close to 50 or wow. you know in her 50s. Yeah. She through covid and she does aerobics like um not those mills but that sort of thing and she had an audience but she didn't even know what you know how to do an emoji and she ended up we helped her she did it but um she built out a membership Website Helped her market that. And now she has a full-time income from an online product, which was wow. never there. And when I see stuff like that, and I see people where it actually impacts them, and it's stuff that sometimes might be basic for me, but for them it becomes life-changing just because they're empowered. Um, it's like if you teach someone nutrition or training, and that's probably like quite basic knowledge to you. <laughs> those changes their life. Yeah, but it yeah. becomes empowering for them. Yes. And then when you look back and like, oh, I actually helped someone and that... You know, you spend a small amount of time, but it creates a maximum impact on their life. And you're like, that's actually really, really cool. So yeah, I never thought, long story short, I never thought that I would be that dude. But then when you see what value you can provide, um, I was like, okay, so that's what wins. And then obviously I've got an extremely unique position with Fit Fan Finder or a new brand that it will become. Yeah. Um, so it's going
1: to, you're not saying anything yet, but it's going to become a new brand. Yeah, brand. yeah. Yeah. So we, we
0: can't, we can't, um, uh, if, if you think fit fan finder, if, if no people that there's already, there's already so many people on that app that have no idea who I am or the journey. They just know it's they a dating app for fit fitness people. Actually, yeah. They have no idea perfect fan. They have no idea about the story. Yeah. And if you go, oh, it's the Fitfam app or it's Fitfinder or it's perfect fan finder. If you try and type this in or search for it, you are going to end up in a different app. And we were like, okay, yeah. we can't use that because we need to own a brand exclusively yes, for us. Yes, of course. Yeah. So we've got it there. It's all waiting to go. And um, once all of that's ready, we'll do a big launch on that. And it's 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 really cool because it's such a tight Oh, I can show you. Tight space. It's such a it's such a good name. Yeah. Which is so nice and catchy. Um, you're going to get the secrets. People
1: are, sorry for, out, sorry <laughs> for people. That are,
0: yeah. Uh, there we go. You can't say it out loud though. Okay. So we, we basically acquired.
1: That's cool, man. I like it. Yeah. So yeah. we, we acquired the IP. Star Trek,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think about that. So we ended up like acquiring that IP, um, and all the details. So you know how I've been talking about this my whole life. Like this whole thing has just been coincidences. So, this is like the best fitness domain that you can get within uh, Shopify, Waterfire. It's the best best one. So, my mate registered that 12 years ago, who I lived with in Sydney, and um, he just never developed on it. And so, he gave it away about eight years ago to his friend, and he's been helping us out through this consulting. And um, he's like, hey, your name sucks. You need to change it. Why don't you use name that yeah, I just showed strategy. you yep. and I'm like yeah I ended up going down and I'm like all right and then I like I sat with it for a bit looked at all the brandy, and looked at the position I was like you know what let's do it we'll use well, that yeah so I had to go acquire all of that IP which just so happened that my mate had like registered 12 years in advance and it's like the best literally the best domain that we could possibly sit on for a number of reasons so yeah yeah, yeah man it's just like coincidences
1: hey yeah it's it's crazy man. like you know eight eight years ago Brought that domain. Yeah. And then, you know, now it's been used for this.
0: Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's amazing, Like What's your what's your? I know you got a, you got a little cool stuff around here. Um, oh yeah. Um, yeah, talk through some stuff, going to desk because wouldn't mind talking about coincidences and different things, your beliefs and that.
0: What what have I got? Um, all right, so I've got some mushrooms. Yep. Um, not psilocybin mushrooms. Um, they're not in here. Also for digestion or what are they? What are you using um, for? No, so this is so I got Lion's Mane. So so yep. uh, actually, so these guys' life cycle. So they do the mushroom extract tinctures. So um some of them are, are for mental function, some of them are performance, um, except these guys were actually Perth. Uh, so these guys were local Perth guys yeah. that got a government grant to start up coffee wow. waste mushrooms, which is what this one behind the back is. Yeah. And then that turned them into becoming the mushroom specialists. And now they've got a global business. They had partnerships wow. with... Um, uh, like Bulletproof Diet, so Davis Spree. they've worked with some of the biggest like names around the world and they're just a couple of Perth guys, um, really cool, so um, I really like them, their style, I've got True Protein who I've got a contract with, yep. who I chased down for months and months until they actually realised I was serious, Yeah. got <laughs> them, i got some CBD jellies yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. What do you use those for? Um. Is so. so I suffer anxiety. Yeah. Um. I'm a high wired person, and it was only this year that I started getting it. Like, like ended up in the hospital thinking I was having a heart wow, attack, okay. sort of anxiety. Um, and I find that really good to help me rest without smoking weed and feeling like uh, I'm in a Rick and Morty uh, episode you know <laughs> well, what you're I mean? watching
1: Rick and Morty and yeah yeah watching and Rick and Morty and next thing you know it's a bag of Doritos yeah.
0: um, and so I find that it helps like um, relax me yeah. in and I get about a, an extra 20% uh, deep extra deep sleep wow okay that's awesome yeah
1: that's- so uh, I've got um, cool some studies going on with um, CBD and how that helps athletes of inflammation,
0: yeah. I um, I think I took my inflammation markers. I don't know, like, oh uh, no, maybe not specifically it? for that. Okay, yeah. um, I took inflammation markers when um, I did the diet experiment, the 12 month diet experiment. But um, I like to check everything myself, of course, yeah. Um, yeah. Even using like testosterone supplement um not sorry not steroids i just did that like i meant steroids um yeah. herbal testosterone supplement
1: yes of course like with the atp i think you did it with that yeah so it's very cool yeah. yeah yeah
0: so i did it with a, if if i see a claim i'm like okay i want to test this on myself and i want to see if it backs My it up lies,
1: so yeah. yeah
0: and, yeah, and one thing that i found was a lot of the times anything which makes a claim just does not like back it um, I've, I've measured my deep sleep with CBD and I and subjectively I do feel more relaxed like at, in the evenings when I take it um, but I've never done my inflammation so I can't honestly answer that unless I was yeah. just repeating something on the
1: internet okay yeah that'll, that'll be interesting to see um, that yeah mm. yeah very cool very cool um, yeah so anxiety mental focus that's, that's really cool man got a lot going on there um, in ways of like branding and where you're where you're heading with um, FitFam, you spoke about the rebranding going forward and turn into a global um, or national and global. Um, what's the next step other than you know the rebrand itself to go from um, national to global?
0: Yeah, so there's a couple of steps with that, um, and uh, there's essentially two sides. So first of all, investment comes in, so we're in a lucky stage now where um, we're we're moving into the a, a sizable investor um, coming through and helping back us to get to that stage. So that's one thing. But a lot of it comes in startup stage is um, like channel, uh, traction channel testing. So working out how how you onboard people, um, which channels that are, how much that costs, what you can spend, how viral can you make the app? Mm. Like how, how much can you onboard people? How can you get people speaking about it? So it becomes almost like a project or an experiment within itself where you're doing little tests and experiment and then working out Okay, how are we going to effectively reach our market? Yeah. Uh, actually, that's what this is all about here. Traction. Yep,
1: traction. Awesome. traction.
0: Yeah, uh, awesome. Yeah, so uh, and I guess that's like part of the entrepreneurial journey is learning along the way, like the best way to do that for your app. So, yeah, essentially, we reached a certain level, which was our goal and our target to prove that we have like a proof of concept that, you know, hey, people wanted this and we could yeah. do that as a minimum viable product. But now we've got a wicker team, obviously, the Bumble Crew. Um, you know, we've got some developers in London um, that work with Kanye, that work with Man City, wow, that work yeah. with Ferrari. So they're quite... I are, but we're in a point where we can bring them on board the team now because we did the work in the early stage to be able to get there. So now it's just like refining and growing over time. But essentially, like, you know, being a value, we just want people to have like the best experience, you know, to be yeah. like whatever that looks like, you know, on a dating app for someone to actually find someone that they connect with, yeah. um, you know, utilizing it.
1: Very cool, man. Mm. yeah it's, it's amazing like cause you're, you're essentially helping people find their own happiness yeah and
0: it, like, it's funny you get a message so it's gonna get to a point where I'm you know people people won't the general public won't recognise me with the app do you know who the owner of Bumble is? No. Correct. Do you know who the owner of Tinder is? Nope. Yeah, cool. So it'll get to a point where like... Yeah, exactly. Well, it's most like
1: companies. You don't know the owners because the yeah. brand is brand. Um, yeah.
0: Unless you're like really into it and you're into the journey. Because um, yeah. I know the owners, but like yeah. unless you're really into the journey, then you're not going to know them. Yeah, exactly. And um, uh, so it's it's cool that now, because people do know, it's cool that I kind of get messages and someone tells me that they met someone on there or they yeah, tell me cool, about right? their experience yeah, as well. It. Yeah, so, um, yeah, bizarre, bizarre.
1: Yeah, yeah it's like uh, Nike, for example, like, how many people know the owner of Nike? Well, before it gets sold. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: going to say Ray Kroc, but that was, <laughs> uh, that was, um, what's his face? That was um, McDonald's. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to think about that now, because I've read his book too, the Nike one, Shoe yeah, Dog. Yeah, Shoe Dog, how good is that? It was a good book, really, yeah, really good yeah, I, I
1: can't, can't, for whatever reason, the name can't. Something Knight? Oh, I feel Knight. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then he went to, um, you know, he started off with the tiger shoes from Japan. Yeah. And you know, um, went through that, and then he went went, on his travels. He visited the Temple of Nike in Egypt, Um, and then when he went for his rebrand to go to China for a better deal, yeah. um, You know, built the Nike brand and went from there. So. So, no, it's, yeah, so it's amazing when you read these stories and like, again, like, you know, similar in his life to your life, how you're going through this series of coincidences that happen. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, he took, like, two years off and went to Hawaii to sell encyclopedias. Yeah. Um, you know, and had, he gave up on his dream. He's like... I don't want to travel anymore. I sell out psych peers and then went into selling stocks, moved back home and brought us shoes, et cetera. But yeah, it's just it's amazing how you know life can take you on this journey of constant coincidences to bring you to a point where you're meant to be.
0: It was real funny with that too because um, – and timing is important. So he started – the distribution – I forget what the name of the distribution company was, but prior to Nike, and I can't remember if it was during that time or when Nike was released – but he actually had someone who believed in the product more than him, and he actually had another job. Yeah, and, and he was like not even investing time or energy into the business. Yeah, and if it wasn't for that other guy that believed in it, that was doing these sales, even though he was like a massive pain in the pain in the ass to him. Yeah, yeah I
1: remember that bit. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but um, he w- he was running it, and he believed in the company, you know, more than you know Phil Knight. But then, even though that process, it's still eventually became like what it is now even though it was completely yeah. neglected yeah. that i find that i find
1: bizarre um, so, so backwards to what you taught about business.
0: Well, I'm not the kind of person, like like for me, um, I'm gonna nap after this, right? Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I nap every day. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, 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 every day. How old are you now? Uh, 35. Oh, okay. I, I, I have, like, every single yeah, year wow. of my life, yeah. though. I just, I just, like, I wake up early, um, I get shit done super, super early, um, have, eat, go have a nap, and then I wake up twice, the depends, go train, and then I switch off. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like, um, hustle. Sort of person, I never like say, 24 yeah, 24 hours a day. Oh, uh, <laughs> like, like I work, but I also I work behind the scenes more so than I don't project that. And then people like, like I get comments and people like, oh, you see, like you have so much going on, but I always feel like I don't because I sleep every like I go have a nap every single day and they're like, how do you fit it in? I, yeah, I, don't like, I go nap, guys. It's need like, you just
1: get more done when you're more productive, yeah, yeah that's right, rested, like that's. And that's another point about entrepreneurship I want to bring on is like how important is rest? Yeah. All right. Dude, this is so important. So I used to feel guilty if I wasn't
0: working, right? Yeah. And so right. when I was... There, yeah. yeah, man. When I was younger, I was like... I got I got told... I had I had someone like a mentor that like gave me books um, when I was... 18, 19, which got me on the journey which I started because I grew up in a public servant environment in Canberra where your goal in life was to get a job in defense or in the public service, get paid more than what you should have got paid, have your flex time, have your government incentives, go move to the coast and retire. That's the Canberra dream, right? Like we have mine, miners over here, they have public servants over there. So I didn't want to do that. I was always there was always something a bit different. Someone started giving me these books and like think and grow rich and then how to win friends and it like all the classics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like what I was given. And then all of a sudden my mind started to go, oh shit, I can do something different. Like I don't need to have this life. And um and, and that's like part of the reason why I left to come to Perth to get into my own space. But when I started reading this and, and I got told, listen, if you wanna be rich, you gotta work this amount of hours, you've got to do this. Yep. You can't train, you can't do this. And I'll just be like, Oh shit. So I would literally do that. And I'll just work every single waking hour that I could, but I was miserable in life. I was completely unbalanced and you would always have like, um, uh, you couldn't sustain that and you'd right. either be up or yep. down or up or down or up and down. So one thing, um, cause I understand, I think I posted about it yesterday, like it really is a marathon right and it's those small incremental things that compound every single day but if i like bust my balls out until i'm going to go into um a complete burnout mode then i'm going to be useless and it takes time to recover
1: yeah so it's time of productivity where you could have just been streaming along
0: yeah so for me productivity means waking up early in the morning i have a list of the things that is going to make it a successful day it's not complex it's literally just in my notes it's like okay these are the key things that are going to help this be a successful day. It's so what I've got to tick off as a minimum. And, and I get most of that done before 9 a.m. because I can just log in and just get stuff done. And if I'm focused, they're very quick tasks to yes, be able to do. Of course, yeah. So that's my minimum requirement. Um, I get to walk my dog. Spend time with shell, Have a nap during the day. I get to go train. Make a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> make a podcast. Now, I yeah. had a meeting like before this. Um, um, but it's always ticking off the things that need to be done. Um, And, man, I watch stand-up, like, almost every night. Um, Unless unless Shell and I have coaching calls with our students, which is, like, a couple times a week, um, or I've got a, a, a call in London where half our team is for... Star
1: Trek, um, It was a big fan fighter for the you moment. Feel like, that's it. Like, actually, I wouldn't mind the, the reference why I use for that. Um, you notice the, the main guy in Star Trek, he's captain of the ship, but everyone has their own specialty areas of how they make that ship and team run. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's similar to like, you know, um, your business in a way, right? It's like, you're that person, you're the captain leading the way, and you've got all these other expertise that are so good at what they do, helping you build this and And you know what the bizarre thing is i'm
0: just a dude hey
1: yeah (laughs)
0: it's bizarre like just like still just a fanboy no matter what like you always look back and it's like oh yeah i'm just that guy that got to hang out with ronnie coleman and like still be a fanboy it's a bizarre experience to be here now yeah yeah so um
1: yeah crazy journey. yeah man um that pretty much wraps it up. Is there anything else you want to touch on?
0: I don't know, man. I think that's it. That Thanks. was cool. Yeah. Thank you for coming through. Oh, um, thank
1: you for coming on, man. Yeah, I hope that people thank got you. some stuff. Sorry about my toilet break in between. <laughs> that's definitely going in there. Um, yeah, thank you for leaving me in your home to come record this. Uh, really appreciate it. Awesome. Catch. Oh, oh my man, thumb. <laughs> that was oh, so good. You got <laughs>